the St Albans Podcast Theatre Show with Ben and Susie. Hello and welcome to the St Albans Podcast Theatre Show. I'm here with Susie. Hello. And my name is Ben. We're here to talk to you all about the St Albans theatre scene. Very excited. So this is the first episode of this podcast. How are you feeling, Susie? I get very, very excited. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I'm very, very excited. So we decided to do this show because there's an absolute mass of quality theatre that goes on in St Albans. Mm -hmm. And for me, at least, I don't feel like it's connected up enough. I feel like there's lots of people doing a lot of really, really amazing stuff, but you don't always get to hear about the amazing stuff. So so we're bringing it all together. We are. We're amalgamating it for your ears. <laughs> the hub. We are the will. hub. <laughs> with a hub with a signpost with the um, the accelerator and the clutch. Wow. That's a, that's a lot of responsibility. It is. So we are hopefully going to be talking uh, each week, doing um, a couple of reviews of shows that we've seen. Every other week, right? Every other week. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> so we will be doing it, yeah, fortnightly, uh, shows that we've seen, mm-hmm. um, things that are coming up. And how you can get involved as well. Absolutely. So not only do we want to talk about what shows are on, what shows we've seen, but also how you can get involved in the local theatre scene, how we can build the local theatre scene to, to make it even better. Excellent stuff. So, I mean, should we tell people a little bit about our amazing credentials um, so they know, know a little bit about us? Yes, yes. So I have, um, I've been acting for about 15 years, I'd say. Uh, I'm only 23, so that's most of my life. Such a child. <laughs> but um, it's it's uh, it's something that I'm very, very passionate about. I um, came back from uni and I had moved to St Albans and I didn't have any friends, which Aww. is very sad. Uh, but then I got involved with the St Albans Abbey Theatre and now I've got too many friends. <laughs> two friends, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah two, two friends. Oh, lovely. Uh, and you're both of them. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, by, by, uh, by both, he's, he's referring to producer Danny, who's not allowed to speak on this. Well, I was just saying that you're both of them, Susie. Oh, wait, wait, but, I see. You know. Okay. Um, and you were most recently in Bingo. I was in Bingo. I played the role of Sun in Bingo. I was a political revolutionary who thought he would lead the world... Uh, to salvation. Much like in real life then. And yes, well, I've got the beard for it. So <laughs> I'm the Sheikh of our, of our time. <laughs> and what about you, Susie? Uh, how, how, how long have you been involved in theatre? What, you know, what have you been involved in? I, well, a bit more recent to the scene. I guess over the last 18 months, I've done a few things um, with Breakaway Theatre. I uh, was involved in the murder mystery. Uh, very excitingly, last February, I was in the Vagina Monologues, which I was kind of terrified about doing, but mm-hmm. actually absolutely really loved it. That was at the Maltings Arts Theatre. And in the summer last year, I was in Tony the Shrew. I was the shrew. Oh, so wow. it was quite bad. Uh, really enjoyed it. You wouldn't suit that role at all. No, I know. It's weird, isn't it? Uh, anyway, shall we get stuck in to what we've been up to over the last uh, week or so in preparation and tell everyone about The Changeling? Yes, yes. We went to see The Changeling on Friday night. Up in the Maltings Theatre. Um, should we should we just go in and tell, like, let's let everyone hear yep. our on the, on the floor pre-show thoughts and post-show thoughts? So you are Ben and Susie and we are at the Maltings Arts Theatre about to go in and see The Changeling. Ben? Very excited. <laughs> it, there, there isn't much in the air of like what it's going to be about. They've given us a sheet of paper that has the story on it. But I don't want to spoil it for myself, so I'm not going to read it. not going to read it. I kind of know the storyline, so I've had a glance through it. It's kind of accurate, so if you get lost, I can help you out. I'm the most interested to see um, how they're using the tech through this. I think that's like the, the most yeah. uh, that we, you know, we've seen people talk about, we've heard about. It's a lot of tech involved. 
so it'll be really interesting. Yeah, the, and the concept as well, the, how, the, how they twist the concept for a modern audience. I'm really excited to look at that. All right, should we go? Let's go. All right. And we have just come out of the Changeling. We've seen it all. What did, what did you think? Um, I thought it was fab, actually. I thought the reality TV setting really worked for it. Um, it gave it, yeah, really interesting dimension. Um, what about you? Yeah, and they, they used the reality TV to introduce a lot of really interesting technical elements. So there was, like, a live streaming element, and they were using mobile phones and cameras in really, really I like clever the ways. Mobile phone. I really like the use of the mobile phones. And there was a moment where they took a photo of someone, and it was just, like, popped up on the screen. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> and um, also just allowing you that bit of time where they go through the and here's what happened last time like it allows you to be like actually what was the language saying what's going on yeah. and then you can connect back in with the action a lot easier yeah except they used a lot of acronyms which were you know LOL and WTF yes. which yeah lost on me <laughs> don't, don't laugh, don't laugh I'll, I'll teach you about them after. <laughs> thanks very much alright we enjoyed it definitely Great I definitely stuff. recommend coming along it, it will be finished by the time it our podcast finished, goes but out you know. but come along to the next OVO thing because if they're all that standard <laughs> good stuff I would definitely recommend coming along. Brilliant. Okay. So apart from recommending that people came along, <laughs> I thought, yeah, what is it? It was quite nice to hear uh, hear back again our, our thoughts from Friday. Should we hear um, from some of the audience members, a couple of the audience members, and yep. then we can delve into it? I'm Fab. I thought it was the most marvellous imagining of the Changeling I've ever seen in my life. So well done, over. Fantastic. Have you seen other shows of Changeling before then? Um, it's m- many years ago. Fabulous. It's not, a, it's not a popular performance nowadays, is it? No. I'm Penny. Thought it's absolutely fantastic. Grant Shepherd, brilliant. So pretty, uh, pretty popular with the audience that we spoke yeah, to. They all, they all loved it, didn't they? It was buzzing. I, and to be honest, you can see why. So it's, um, it's not a Shakespeare play, but it's in Shakespearean language. Yes, Jacobean right? tragedy. Jacobean tragedy. And so um, they really brought it into a modern context. So they, they incorporated a lot of live stream. They incorporated uh, a lot of celebrity into it. So it was told th- the framing device was that this was a TV show that you were watching. It was almost like one of those very dramatic soaps that you get in America where it's like, you slept with my husband's <laughs> best friend's dog. Da, 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 da. And it, little it gets very, Chelsea, very convoluted. Yeah. Yeah. I quite like that. Um, you know, so you had two two TV screens either side of the stage that were playing the action live. But as it was kind of explained at the beginning, it showed what the audience at home would see. So you did have a little banner across the bottom that said, um, you know, in walks um, Isabella and she doesn't know that, that this has happened or um you know that kind of thing which did help i guess to keep you kind of focused on what the storyline was and mm. remind you of each kind of plot sort of strand that was happening like that and and back then when they were writing it they knew that people wouldn't understand every single word because there is a lot of metaphor there is a lot of symbolism and so i think a lot of people when they hear jacobean language they think oh well i didn't really understand what was going on in that section you know, I, I feel like I'm a bit lost, but you're sort of supposed to be lost. You're supposed mm-hmm. to sort of let yourself get carried away. Um, and I think that that was a really, really, they really, really did that in a positive way. They gave you that chance to ha- take a breath, think, oh my God, what just happened there? Like, you know, uh, how did those ca- two characters interact? What what do they want to happen in the next scene? And what's just happened in the previous scene? I think for uh, one of the challenges I felt um, in the audience you know with the technical side was they had a kind of diary room-esque 
um, sort mm. of facility where the character would go up to a camera, the, the lights would go down and it was just them sort of having a very kind of intimate moment, giving their aside. Um, I think the challenge was that there was a period where there were there was sort of several back to back. It was the characters of De Flores and um, I think it was... Uh, Oh, gosh, it was the the main lady's name. We've got Beatrice Joanna. Oh gosh, sorry, Beatrice Joanna. Uh, and they just—it was a little bit to and fro with the up and down of the lights. But I mean, it, as a device, it, it did it, work really it worked well. Really, really well. And I think to, I do have a lot of sympathy for them because I feel like you're quite a lot of the the sort of will of the writer. And so if you haven't got the text to support anything else, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to tell a lot of it through the that diary monologue scene. So um, I, I thought that the the way that they used it was just absolutely incredible. And it gave gave you a reason because one of the reason one of the things that you find really, really challenging when you go and see Jacobean theatre is like, why is that character talking directly to me? I'm mm-hmm. so used to just watching it like it's on the TV and not being addressed directly. Whereas we're actually like, oh, yeah, no, I, I can understand. You know, you would be talking directly to the camera if it was a diary show yeah. room or whatever. Yeah. I think it was a difficult play. It was, mm. uh, there's lots of twists and turns. It's pretty dark. It is very, very dark. And I think that the celebrity set setting sort of helped to justify really the depths of yeah. horribleness that, that it goes to. Yeah. Because you can say at the end of it, like, well, it was only a TV show, even within the context of the play. It yeah. was just a TV show in the play. I did see in the audience there was uh, there was quite a young lad sitting opposite us, oh, and I did yeah. I did wonder. I didn't get our chance to ask you. I did wonder what he made of it and mm. if he if he'd followed it as well. But I guess yeah, as well halfway at half time they gave us a, a download. So all in all, thumbs up for the changeling. Thumbs up for the changeling. Well done to really, really uh, to the whole cast and crew. Um, really great job. We enjoyed it. So thanks to Ovo and the, the Maltings. Yeah, and a specific shout out to Annette Holland, who played Vermandera. She was, um, it, it, for me, she was the standout performer in that. I, I think that every single uh, beat of her character was very, very well uh, thought out and telegraphed. And every single time that she uh, came out, you felt like she grabbed your attention. She really grabbed, mm-hmm. grabbed the stage. So shout out to her. Fab. So... Next on our um, our kind of agenda, we've we've kind of looked at the changeling. Uh, we wanted to just have a look a little bit at what's coming up in the in the kind of theatre scene. So we've been having a look through. We we know there's a few auditions and things coming up in the local theatres. So actually, um, firstly, that Ovo. If you haven't liked Ovo's page on Facebook, get over there. They're on 492 likes at time of recording. And they have promised when they hit 500 likes, there's going to be a competition. Exciting. Dun, dun, dun. So that's eight more likes. That's eight more likes. It may be there by this time. So, you know, get over and check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time they did a competition, the prize was a couple of free tickets. So Nice. We to should, the changing, actually. Should, why are we doing this podcast? I'm going <laughs> to... Get I, on I there. Get to like it. Yeah. Uh, they are also looking out for extras for their summer production of Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a really interesting choice. So I went to see Macbeth in November when they performed yeah. it in the theatre. It was fantastic. They did it on uh, a rotating stage in the middle. The wow. witches were really dance kind of based. It was mm. um, it was an excellent performance. I'm really looking forward to seeing it in the setting of the Roman theatre in the summer. And they are up-leveling it with a huge army 
at the end <laughs> for the finale to really kind of give it some some striking gravitas. So if anyone listening is looking out for an opportunity to get involved in theatre, no experience necessary. Uh, if you want to, we'll put all the info on our on the web uh, the website, which is an Auburn's podcast dot com, and you can uh, you can find out how to apply for that. Uh, we will also have links to the Facebook page for OVO, so you can go there and like it on the website, stalmanspodcast.com, which I just said. But there yep. uh, tell us about the Abbey, what's going on down there? So at the Abbey Theatre, there you can audition for two shows. So there's the Pittman's Painters, um, which is about the uh, coal miners in the 19, in 1934. Uh, and that those auditions are taking place on the 18th and 19th of June. And then there's also auditions for Dealing with Claire on the 17th and 18th of June. So for the Pittman's Painters, there's uh, a lot of male roles and, and quite, well, a couple of female roles. Range, th- those roles range from the ages of 20 to, I think, 50 plus. So mm-hmm. if you're thinking about getting involved, it sounds like there's a lot of parts there for that. And then Dealing with Claire is mainly female roles. Okay. Um, but they're also looking for sound, lighting, wardrobe and props. So if you've thought about getting involved in the backstage, there's an opportunity there as well. Great stuff. I think that's really important as well because lots of people think they'd like to get involved a bit in the community. They'd like to get involved, but maybe acting isn't for them. I mean, why not? It's fab. But uh, yeah, there's lots of opportunities backstage, front of house as well across many of the the local theatre groups. So if you are interested, uh, we'll be keeping up to date as much as we can on the website. So do check it out for other opportunities to get stuck in. Yep. So thinking about what's uh, what's coming up, then uh, we should talk about who your your interesting conversation this week. Yes. So. Um I interviewed Mark Waghorn, writer, pu- producer, and director of By Way of Murder. That's a lot of roles. That is a lot <laughs> of roles. Is a lot of roles. And um, he, he does them all pretty well, I'll be honest. Great. Uh, <laughs> helpful. And so I managed to catch up with him earlier in the week. And I think we're going to hear an interview from him now. I'm here with Mark Waghorn, who is the writer, producer, and director of By Way of Murder. Hi, Ben. Hi. Uh, so, By Way of Murder, what's it all about? Uh, it's a classic thriller um, in the sort of Agatha Christie vein, um, but it also comes with a lot of humour as well. So it's, it's described as a comedy thriller, but audiences can expect a normal thriller in the sense that um, there are twists at the end of every scene, you're kept guessing until the end, um, uh, but at the same time, um, and there are dramatic moments in it, uh, and then there are, but there are moments of of, of real comedy, um, almost almost bordering on farce at times. But always, it's always kept very real and all part of the story. So I think audiences should come expecting a classic thriller, um, with hopefully um, chance to have a good laugh as well. Awesome. And so I understand that it's a co-production with the Company of Ten. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So I have a. a production company which I just set up this year um, to put on my own plays this being one of them and uh, I called it Bad Pie Productions so this is a a joint venture between my my production company Bad Pie Productions and the company of 10 yeah 
And so you, what sort of aspects is the company of 10 providing and what sort of aspects is Bad Pie Productions providing? Okay, so, so the way it works, I mean, I'm, a, I'm actually a company of 10 member. So I've been a member for a number of years now and I've appeared in shows and I've directed shows here. Um, and what, what, the way this, this has, has come about is that I'm, I'm kind of providing all the organisational producing side. So organising people, getting the team together and because I've done the show before I'm bringing sort of that I suppose that knowledge and expertise of having done it twice before this is the third time this the play has been staged um, and they're providing all the assets that they have currently at the theatre so they have a fantastic you know um, costume department props department they've got a great workshop they've got all the flats and the doors and on all that kind of thing sound as well lighting so they they're providing me all that kind of that infrastructure if you like all that all that stuff um that's their contribution and and like i say my contribution is kind of the organization now having said that you know a lot of the people that are helping out on the show backstage yourself on sound um lighting they're all actually company of 10 members so it's, it's like a company of 10 production it's just we're just it's just being organized and produced in a different way and the reason is it came about a very short notice and i think um it was just an opportunity that arose there was a gap appeared in the schedule i was able to fill it with this show because i've done it before so i could mobilize the production really quickly and that was appealing to the company of 10 and because i guess we know each other they said look why don't we do it as a co-production um that would work best for us and and we could do it in this week slot that we had in june that we're performing the third to the eighth of june you heard it, 3rd to the 8th of June. <laughs> Just got that in there. <laughs> <laughs> and so you mentioned it's the third time, this will be the third time you put it on. How has it changed? What stayed the same? Have you seen it evolve across the, across the years? Well, fundamentally, the play and the story and the characters, they're all exactly the same as they were. The first time I... I well, I actually started writing it 30 years ago. I, but I, obviously, I put it away in the drawer and then I got it out and I... I had a reading and then maybe I, I tinkered with it a bit and then I put it away again. But uh, finally, in 2012, I got it published. And that was the spur then to try and get a production mounted. Because it, it's one thing, you've, you've written a play, but it doesn't mean that you, there are producers out there ready to produce it, that you know Samuel French are ready to publish it just because you've written it. So, so the, the, the best way, because I'm also uh, direct as well, I thought well, I, I had a good relationship with the Bovingdon Players, um, and uh, and they they said they would let me stage it and I directed it with them and that was the first time it, it went uh, we did it um, and then as uh, last year I did it so as an elapse of six years we did it again last year at the Pump House Theatre Company in Watford and I guess I took all the notes and lessons that I'd learned from the first production changes to the script I wanted to make cuts you know uh, and also all the things we learned from that production the, the bits of business that we, we developed and put in and I'd made notes of all of that and so when we came to last year's show in the, in Watford I put all of that stuff in and I did a lot of work on revising the script um, we, we, we produced it very successfully it went down very well last last June uh, in, in Watford and um, then of course this opportunity arose again so I did exactly the same thing all the things I'd learned and noted from the Watford production I poured into this one. So the reason that this one now, if audiences come and see this, this is the most honed it's been. So it's, it's 15 minutes shorter than the Watford production last year. Comes in under two hours. I've kept all the best bits and I've cut anything which I kind of regarded as a little bit of fat, you know, that maybe didn't drive the, wasn't necessary to drive the plot forward or didn't generate a big enough laugh or uh, didn't really move the characters forward. So providing it, it still serves the plot provides humour or serves the characters, 
that's all in and preserved and anything that seemed a bit superfluous I've, I've trimmed it down so I'm hoping what's exciting about this one coming to the third time is I really feel that this is the dare I say definitive version of the script I don't think there's any more that I can change or tweak and having watched it run throughs now in rehearsals I'm not sitting there thinking oh I wish I could cut that bit or I need to change that I, I haven't felt that at all which is a really nice place to be I really feel that it is the play it's arrived and and this is what you're going to see you know if you come <laughs> And as an as a writer and director and producer of this show, have you found a tension between those three different roles? Have you thought, as a writer, I would, I would really like to include this scene, but as a director, I know that it doesn't work? Or has there been any interaction like that? Or have you felt it actually be quite seamless of they're all trying to create this cohesive vision of what the play should be, and actually all of those three hats that you're wearing, they all agree with it? Uh, yeah, there, there isn't really any conflict. In fact, in my, to my mind, there's, there's only advantages. So the main advantage being that because it's my script, I can cut lines, I can add lines, I can, you know, um, I even at the, I even had a in, in last year's production, we have a character called Lynn Kramer. Okay, she's a businesswoman. Um, well, this time when I was auditioning actors from the Company of Ten for this production, um, an actress called Tatiana Iber came, who's Italian. And it just uh, inspired me to change that character's name and make her Gina Buffon. And there's some jokes around the name of Buffon and things. which are, And, and so what, what, I'm, what I'm saying by that is to give you an example of how I was just able to simply make that decision, change the character, change some lines that was more suited to now an Italian character, um, and introduce some humour, and more humour that, that, that that's generated as well. So there's that. And, there, and as we've been rehearsing here, I'm, I'm just cut, cutting the odd line or adding the odd line, but not much. Um, the, 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 where the conflict, I suppose, comes when I'm directing it, I'm also conscious that the actors might not be saying the lines that I've written exactly. And so there's a little bit of me having to go, look, <clears throat> you know, uh, you're not really saying that line accurately. You know, you need to because because a lot of when, when you're in a thriller, you have to make sure the names are correct. You have to make sure that any plot points are clearly communicated in your lines and things. And if they in rehearsals, you know, actors tend to drop lines or whatever as they're still getting to grips with their dialogue. And so I've had to sort of pull them up a few times on, <laughs> on things. Um, and there's this sort of, they take, I suppose they, they take the mickey out of me a bit, you know, oh, the writer, you know, you, get, you, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I'm a bit precious about my writing. Um, and so, so, that, so that, well, that's been more fun rather than a conflict, if you mm. like, yeah. And uh, what was the inspiration behind it? I know you mentioned Agatha Christie. Was she a big inspiration behind By Way of Murder? Uh, well, uh, no. Um, I, I mentioned starting to write it 30 years ago. So um, I was an actor um, way back then, uh, working in weekly rep at the Chesterfield Pomegranate Theatre, as it happened. And uh, they did a season of thrillers every year, and I happened to be in it. And it was Agatha Christie's and Francis Durbridge-type plays. Deadly Nightcap and Murder at the Vicarage and those kind of plays. Well, in I must have been in a season. I don't know. I don't know six of these plays. You you rehearse during the day and you perform in the in the evening. You know, and um, anyway, one of the plays, my character was was basically bumped off in scene one, and so I had ages to kill before the curtain call. So. Um, I thought, you know, I'll, I'll have a go at writing a thriller massage. I thought it'd be fun, you know. And I had a the seed of the play was a joke, uh, which is in the play, where I had a character who was basically offering a, a superintendent beverage, a beverage. Right? Um, 
And uh, and that was it. So I was thinking, well, who who is offering this superintendent? It was let's make it a housekeeper. That makes sense. And then you think, well, what? Why are those two people together? Probably the housekeeper, Stately Hall. And I think that's that was the seed of the play. And then I must have jotted down some ideas and thoughts, and maybe written a scene. And and then it just I can't really remember how, but that's that's how it grew up. So I think in that in that week that I was sitting in my dressing room all on my own, I probably <laughs> carved out the rough shape of the piece and the characters and so on. And then maybe I went, went back home after the run had finished and, and started to try and put it together as a script. Yeah. So it's sort of a, a labour of frustration and a labour of love in many ways. <laughs> kind of. It, it, it really has grown gradually over the years because I suppose, because I didn't do it the traditional way where I really plotted it out perhaps and, and really thought about things before I started it evolved gradually, scene by scene, bit by bit. And then I found that, well, I've, okay, maybe I've got act one, but goodness knows what happens in act two. And then you start thinking, well, actually, I need to change that because the story, I need to introduce another character here. And, and I remember piecing it together. I used to have fun. It was a bit like someone might do a jigsaw puzzle or something, you know. It was more, less about writing uh, the dialogue and everything, more about piecing together the plot. I, I think I must have found that fascinating. I think I did it on tube journeys and I, I listened, I would record the play and listen to it in my car on the way to work and write some ideas down and then go back and tweak it. And like I say, put it away for a few years, get it out again when the mood mm. took me. So it, was, it really has evolved over, you know, all these years to where it is now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's really, really interesting. So we can see by way of murder, uh, what are the dates again? It's Monday the 3rd to Saturday the 8th of June. It's in the Abbey Theatre studio. Uh, starts at 8 o'clock. And, um, yeah. And you can get tickets on www.abbeytheatre.co.uk? You can indeed, yeah. So I think it's abbeytheatre.org, isn't it? I think it's .co.uk. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, one of us is going to be right, and I'm going <laughs> to edit it so that I'm definitely right. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Mark. And um, I look forward to, as you mentioned, doing the sound for By Way of Murder. So our, our review will be very, very biased. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> the St. Albans Podcast Theatre Show with Ben and Susie. So we're back. And um, yes, I need to eat humble pie on that one because it's uh, abbeytheatre.org.uk. That's where you can buy tickets for By Way of Murder. And of course, as always, the link to that will be on our website, which is stalbanspodcast.com. And uh, your review might be biased, but I'm going to be pretty critical of the sound quality when I go and see it. <laughs> I have to be, that's so. So... While we're here, actually, you can find all of our other podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can find the uh, Abbey Theatre, not Abbey Theatre. Oh, Ben. You can find <laughs> the St. Albans Podcast Film Guide, One to One with Ellsworth, and the main show with the gorgeous Danny Smith. Always uh, gorgeous. <laughs> on the stalbanspodcast.com. Great stuff. Okay. Well, those are the other podcasts. We've still got a little bit left on ours. We do. What's next? So, uh, we both, at separate times, went to go and see Modern Dance for Beginners. So, this is different. So, we went to the Changeling together at the same time, mm-hmm. on, a, on a little date, if you will. Uh, this one, we actually went, I went on the second night. Uh, when did you go in the run for this? I went uh, on the matinee on the last day. So, okay. Saturday matinee. So I was right at the beginning and you were very near the the end. end. I'll be honest, uh, the cast did say that that night or that performance was the best that they'd done. No. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. The one I saw was the best one. 
Well, we'll, we'll find never out, know. shall we? Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, have a look at what... Since I went on my own yeah. this time... Well, I didn't. I went Billy with a no friend, mates. but, you know, pretty much. May as well have been on my own. Uh, why don't we listen to my pre and post thoughts mm-hmm. about the show? Really looking forward to this one. Um, so it's a, a modern piece um, with a cast of just two, um, based on La Ronde. Um, I'm yeah, I'm not quite sure what to expect, but it looks like it's going to be really interesting. And um, yeah, I'll get back to you. I'm just home from the show. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. It was really fast paced. I love the fact that. It was just really smooth flowing, the transitions between the scenes really carefully thought out with the choreography of the interaction between the characters, you know, kind of finishing off that scene in silence, um, you know, really giving us a sense of where that storyline was going next and then, um, you know, moving the stage around to make it ready for the next all kind of interspersed with the you know, almost strictly um, music um, as the actors got changed on stage, which... You know, it was just a really interesting um, way of doing things. I thought, um, you know, outstanding performances from both Lily and Matt. Uh, particularly, uh, really enjoyed their their sort of Owen and Francis interactions. But I, you know, I thought there was just such a great chemistry between them in all the scenes. That you know, I talked earlier about how I enjoyed Julia the housewife, but actually really enjoyed um you know Lorraine and Skinner on their like date night moment as well loads and loads of really nice standout moments throughout the show really nice lines um yeah absolutely really well done so obviously very enthusiastic for me yeah and I I can only echo it so the the play was based around sort of couples um and sort of pre and post sex Mm -hmm. and um it was just absolutely hilarious terrifying at times mm-hmm. um but all the way very sexy very sexy very i'm gonna sexy. ask you a particular question let's hear from a couple of guys in the audience yes. that i spoke to as well and then i've got a really important question to ask you after a vital question so i'm here with marcus hello marcus what did you think of modern dance for beginners um i thought it was um quite surprising really i, I didn't know what to expect <laughs> And um, after watching it, it was uh, it was a different experience. Yeah, I um, I liked the way it was acted out. Um, I, I like the, the change of rhythm and how they, you know, the actors can go from from uh, one particular uh, character to another, and it was th- um, thoroughly enjoyable. That's Very cool. nice. Thank Very you. Nice. I'm here with Nolene, Angela. Lynn. And what did you ladies think of the show? It was very well done and a lot of lions and delivered <laughs> very, very well. Yeah, a real whirlwind of a, of a play, but so interesting, all the inter- interconnecting stories and everything. Brilliant. Really enjoyed it. It was brilliant and really funny. Really yeah, funny. funny. Yeah. Thank you. So the question. The question. The what question, is the question? Which of the characters did you like the most? the most oh okay so she topped the the, uh lily who uh played all of the women Mm -hmm. four different roles four different roles yeah they all played four different roles both (laughs) yeah and uh the northern character that she had that just had so much Mm -hmm. 
just sass and was wouldn't take no for an answer on anything uh-huh. um oh my god she was fantastic like th- her characterization for that was just incredible really good yeah she felt like she was punching you in the face with her personality <laughs> every single line that she had she was pretty really, really good uh so there was a there was a second question yeah now the actors between scenes they they moved oh, the stage around is, there was this. an indication of what was happening between them it was all very tense and then they'd rush off to their separate sides and get changed on stage yep. i'm completely in awe of both of them for spending an awful lot of time in their underwear in very this. brave where were you looking well you see i don't like well you've got your blushing i was sat in a very <laughs> specific part of the theater where <laughs> i could only see the lovely lily prowse oh i, I see um, how that worked out so for you. i did crane my neck mm-hmm. and try and get a, a, a peek at matthew's <laughs> uh, matthew's bottom wow but um but no I, I thought actually my chiropractor wouldn't be very happy with me so, so i just, I just lily? yeah just looked at lily what about you i was staring hard at matt okay the all right time. so yeah you know no. that, that, that's artistic fine. no <laughs> we, we evened it out i think actually having said that yeah it was it was actually very tastefully done they they the, the content of the show was as they said it was sort of for over 18s mm. it was definitely some quite direct language it was full of kind of sexual innuendo and you know sex but but again it wasn't gratuitous no. like it all made sense within the context of the play and i felt like it brought a vulnerability to all of their roles uh-huh. uh and brought a vulnerability to the actors as well as the, as well as the ca- characters i've came out of there feeling like i knew the actors better than i do <laughs> yes yeah yeah you feel like um, they're your friends don't you mm. i i mean for me i think the two scenes that i like the most probably and this is why i was asking the question so um ben is considerably younger than i am i'm 23 uh, yeah and i'm you know 25 so uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe a little bit older so you know i'm a i'm a working mum with two young kids um you know 40 is not that far away unfortunately i really like the characters of um the sort of scene two which was julia the kind of spurned wife and her <laughs> handyman kieran i thought those are hilarious like both actors in it i thought you really kind of got julia's pain you Mm. definitely felt and again for the characterization you felt lily was playing a slightly older character maybe it was a very different character to the northern francis who you mentioned and matt is kieran the handyman he was just (laughs) hilarious and in our one he he had this sort of tube of uh i don't know glue or something i don't know the technical term for it and it kept falling out but it was such a it was (laughs) such a phallic object it just kind of added to the hilarity um and then i also really liked scene five where you had a couple who were in a bar and they were sort of on this uh this date and it took you a while to realize that they were on a date acting out that they were on a first date yeah they were doing a sort of role play thing yeah we we don't know each other we're strangers yeah and uh so you start off thinking like oh why don't why doesn't this creep just leave this woman (laughs) and then then, (laughs) and then it, it at a certain point it breaks and she's like Oh my god, you're you're massively ruining this for me. <laughs> whenever it, whenever it's my turn, I always do my absolute best, and you're ruining this for me. <laughs> it was yeah. You you don't and it just again as you said like it's all of so the characters charming. so different and you you bought into each incarnation that they had. I mm. think so. This is um this is from Duality um theatre group theatre company, um who were kind of specialising in these two handers, really mm. intimate um 
um, shows. I saw Poison that they put on the, the Maltings earlier in the year. Um, so I, I understand that they're doing sort of one kind of more serious play and one comedy per year. And this obviously was the comedy, mm. which I think you can tell we enjoyed it. Um, and I did, you know, I really, really liked it. I thought it was just the pace of it, the characterization, the, the challenges that they kind of had with you know, moving the set around, the getting changed and being yeah. on stage for 90 minutes solidly. It just worked really well. Yeah, just a really, really well put together production. Uh, the sort of sound choice that was uh, mm-hmm. sounded enough like Strictly Come Dancing, but it but wasn't. wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> for copyright purposes, it definitely <laughs> wasn't. Uh, and just the, the way that they transitioned from each scene, because quite often when you're doing theatre, you'll have a sort of blackout and then people will move the set mm. and it'll be you'll lose all of the energy and lose all of the attention that you've gained of the audience. And so what they did is sort of a very, well, depending on how the scene ended, but sensual or angry or mm. excited uh, scene change where they were moving the blocks around and it was almost as if they were moving the other person around as yeah, well. Yeah, they still had that that chemistry that they were in character, mm. still... Rearranging the set. Yeah. Um, really clever. No, definitely. Really enjoyed it. So well done to um, to Lily, Matt, um, Sarah Ferdinand, who is directing. Um, and we we look forward to seeing what Duality comes up with, in, you know, in the next season. Yeah, big well. fan of Duality from that first one. And uh, we'll be adding the link to Duality's uh, socials or website or however they like to communicate with the outside world. Uh, on our website and so after all that uh, we've got an interview with <laughs> both Matt <laughs> we so and carried Lily. away talking about the show I forgot to tell you that I actually spoke to Lily Matt now um, one of the challenges they faced is you know apart from all these characters that they were playing is that you know the audience was there so uh, mm. we had a couple of incidents and I spoke to them about it in the post show I'm here with Lily, star of the show. How did you feel it went tonight? This was night two? Yes, it was night two. I think it went really well, actually. Every night is a little bit different. Um, and just loving it. There was, there was good energy as well. And enjoyed the audience and their reactions. It's always a bit different which laughs you get on which, which lines. I think my favourite character tonight was probably Julia. There was something about the, you know, frustrated housewife. I don't know why. It appealed to me. Oh, I love that. That's <laughs> the thing. I think people relate to different characters. In I just say related to her. Just, you know... Well, no. <laughs> My apologies. That sounds really is really rude. But in terms of the scenarios, there are relatable parts of it in relationship faux pas and things that go wrong and bad dates, etc. So, yeah, that's fun. I have to ask you about one incident. It was an audience-related incident tonight. There was a there was a mobile phone incident. As an actress on the stage, you guys didn't flinch. How did you actually feel? <laughs> oh, bless her. I actually just felt bad for her because I know what that's like when you phone. That's happened to me before, and I've been. <laughs> oh my god this is really terrible I feel so bad for them but yeah I mean it just keeps you on your toes and you know live theatre you're ready for anything so actually it it didn't work out too badly we just powered through and uh, yeah it was fine thank you so much it was a brilliant show I wish you all the best for the rest of the run thank you so much I'm here with Matt after seeing uh, Modern Dance of Beginners. So this is night two. Night two. Um, how did you feel it went tonight? It was really good. It was a good night. Um, we've it's, it's been great fun to do so far. Um, we had a, had a good audience in tonight. We had a, a, a lot of energy, which I think helped. Um, it was one of those nights where uh, I, th- I think you were we were really getting into the rhythm and really getting into the flow of things. So we we're really excited to keep cracking on with uh, with the rest of the week. Yeah, fabulous. So you've got four. Is it four different characters? Four different this? characters, yeah. So I play uh, Owen, who is uh, a bridegroom 
uh, and then I play Kieran who's a handyman uh, then I play uh, I've got to think you're trying to think now uh, post show uh, hysteria uh, Skinner who's a bit of a corporate reptile uh, and then I also play Russell who is an ardent lover who doesn't really get it the way that he wants it to uh, yes and I think so of those I mean obviously I liked um, Owen we probably see a bit most of Owen I think probably handyman yes he's a great character to play because when we were thinking about characterization beforehand obviously each character has to be so different um, and with Kieran we we're trying to set up we're trying to set up a little bit of a biography for him and what he's doing there and what he's wanting and I think so a lot of people can can relate to being in a scenario where you know there is um, they feel like they're a little bit spurned potentially at home or something like that and I think in that incident Julia who is the the wife who's there she's feeling pretty spurned um, and she takes that out on, on Kieran and just sort of wants him for his his roughness and his yeah. body uh, and it's fun to play because there's a lot of humour in the character he's sort of intelligent enough to hold a bit of a conversation but I think not quite intelligent enough to know anything past a certain point yeah. um, so he's quite fun to play uh, and it's uh, it's a bit of a, bit, a good bit of filth I would say yeah well it definitely was that it yeah. was good fun I mean so you guys don't leave stage for the entire time you're getting changed how is it getting changed right there in front of everyone I think it's in, it's quite in quite intense I suppose and when we first started I guess the idea of it was was quite daunting but I think the more that you do it and the more that you get into it the more you realise it is just part and parcel of the of the whole process mm-hmm. um, I think with something like this that's got such a unique creative process and also has got such a, a sort of a unique telling of the story where you and the audience are very much intertwined with each other throughout mm-hmm. um, I think you you rather embrace that to be honest and I think yeah. as an actor as well we're confident people you know you don't get up in front on, on a stage in front of people if you don't have that confidence and I think part of it is embracing that and being willing to take those chances and take those risks and, and exposing yeah. yourself in well, that way literally. to the audience definitely <laughs> and I think I mean if, uh, as an audience member it definitely um, you know made you a part of the changing character yes. process and that was that was quite a you know really nice different approach to it um, speaking of the audience and being involved there were a couple of incidents ah. tonight so there was mobile phone ringing yeah. uh, and there was a lot of drinks getting knocked over yeah. and you guys didn't flinch how hard is that to kind of just work through or do you just go with it I, do you know, I, I wouldn't be able to say. I mean, I think the, the phone call incident was, a, was an interesting one because that was in a scene where I have quite a few lines. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, and I think when you're in the flow and you're in the rhythm, you're aware of it, but you just don't let anything mm-hmm. knock you out of your stride. And I think you can only remain professional in that kind of situation. Um, you never know what's going to happen on a stage. Uh, you never know what's going to go right, what's going to go wrong. You can control your lines, your moves, and so you've got you know, the mastery over that. But anything beyond that is a little bit of an uncertainty. So you just have to be prepared to crack on regardless of what the situation is. Same with, with, with drinks coming over or anything like that. You just have to take it in your stride and, and proceed. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think you, you get into that character and involve yourself within it so much yeah. that it's hard to break you out of it, yeah. to be honest. Fantastic. Well, I absolutely love it. Loved it. Um, thank you very much. You Good for luck coming. for the rest of the show. And um, let us know if you've got anything else coming up. Will do. Thank you very much. Wonderful. And you can also hear uh, an interview with Lily and the director, Sarah, on uh, the St. Albans podcast with Danny. That was aired on the 15th of May. So if you want to hear a little bit more about it, you can go back to that. Yep. And so I think we're about to wrap up here, aren't we? I think so. We've, uh, uh, we've covered quite a lot today. So if you're listening at home and you're like, I would really like you guys to talk about this show that I'm in, that, I, that I'm directing, that mm-hmm. I'm uh, acting in or just actually know about, 
do get do get in touch with us and also if you're a director or um, involved in casting and you're thinking I it'd be really good to talk about on a podcast this is the role that I'm looking for recruiting I'm finding it really really difficult to find people we'd love to hear from you and you can email us at theatre show at com. yep or you could interview you could choose which one of us you like best and email us so it's Susie at com or ben at stalbanspodcast.com it's sort of similar but different similar but similar different. different like like the human race <laughs> oh let's not get too deep uh let's talk about what's coming on over the next couple of weeks so we had the interview um with mark for by way of murder we are going to go and yep. well you're obviously going to see that a lot uh yes because i'm doing sound for doing that sound i'm uh hopefully going to come along and see that one night so apart from being critical highly critical of the sound mm-hmm. we could talk about that on the next show uh there's also uh that's running from the 3rd to the 8th of june yep uh then at the st albans abbey theater fabulous and you can buy tickets at abbeytheatre.org.uk which will be a link on our website uh, we have the next show at uh, the Maltings Arts Theatre by Ovo is Contractions, which is actually running the 13th to 15th of June. So it will be just as our next podcast comes out. Yes. Uh, but that is, that's if you want to get tickets for that one, you can start looking at that for now. So that's on uh, ovotheatre.org.uk. You can get tickets for that. Um, there's also Boudicca at Barn Theatre over in Wellin. Yes, uh, which is on from the 31st of May to the 8th of June. Um, and so I think that that's going to cause a lot of uproar in the Wellin Garden City about whether you call it Boudicca or Bodicea. I know. I did think that when someone said fighting in the streets, I was copying someone else. I heard call it Boudicca, and I Mm. thought it was Boudicca. But But, uh, yeah, you can go and have a look at that. We might be able to uh, go and see that. If you want to email us the answer of how to pronounce that, then (laughs) (laughs) you can do so. Uh, lovely so we'll, we'll hopefully have uh, you know, a couple of those that we're going to be talking about we will be talking about by way of murder a couple of other shows uh, but do yeah as Ben said do let us know what you've got coming up so we can include you on our next podcast yep and um, of course as always please like the theatre podcast on uh, Facebook and share all of our posts that would be great for our SEO and subscribe and subscribe thanks for joining us hope you enjoyed our first our first podcast together yes and just giving a massive shout out to the hearts advertiser for letting us record in their space um it, they are legends do, do, do you have anything to add Susie? <laughs> no <laughs> oh, that, that was great it was been a lovely lovely time spending time with you uh listeners not not you so much Susie. Actually. i know um, it, I've been sort of with my eye on the clock but uh, listeners it's, it's been great spending time with you and uh, I hope to speak to you again on the next show see you then bye The Theatre Show with Ben and Susie produced in association with the St Albans Podcast for more St Albans Podcasts check out stalbanspodcast.com for full details on all the podcasts available and how to subscribe to get in touch with The Theatre Show, email theatreshow at stalbanspodcast.com. The St. Albans Podcast Theatre Show, out every fortnight on Thursdays.